Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, we'll hear excerpts from the regularly scheduled June meeting of the full Chicago City Council, which, to most people's surprise, was adjourned early due to a parliamentary procedure on the part of two aldermen who were trying to send a message to Mayor Lori Lightfoot. We'll hear how that went down. That's in the standard version you're about to hear. In the premium version of the episode, which you can get by subscribing at shygov.com, you can hear excerpts from the subsequent city council meeting, which came about because of the first one being adjourned, in which the issue of aldermanic prerogative was debated and settled not in favor of the mayor. Also in the premium version, you can hear excerpts from a special meeting of the full city council that happened just before Independence Day, where aldermen questioned police superintendent David Brown about his perception of release of offenders to the public while awaiting trial. All that comes with analysis from me and my colleague, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Here's the standard episode. I'm going to talk about the June 23 meeting, which didn't go as planned. The expected drama, I think, would be around renaming the Outer Lakeshore Drive in honor of Jean-Baptiste Pointe du Sable. That drama didn't materialize, but a different one did. And here's how it happened. At the start of the meeting, Budget Committee Chair Alderman Pat Dowell began with her committee's first order of business. The Committee on the Budget and Government Operations recommends approval of the appointment of Celia Meza as Corporation Counsel of the Department of Law. The chair recognizes Alderman Cardenas. I'm proud to join this resolution in congratulating Celia Meza. The chair recognizes Alderman Lopez. Thank you, Madam President, and good morning, colleagues. In light of everything going on with Ms. Anjanette Young, Alderman Taylor, and I move to defer and publish this item. Thank you. Alderman Vegas. I'd ask my colleague to reconsider that motion, and let's take a look at uh, working forward to... <laughs> I just, I, this is, I, I, think, I think we should reconsider that motion, too. Chair recognizes Alderman Lopez. According to our rules, motion to defer and publish is not debatable. Two members have called it. We must proceed. Chair recognizes Alderman Maldonado. As a Latino members of this body, I really would urge my dear friend, Alderman of the 15th Ward, to reconsider his motion. This is a very, very important nomination. The chair recognizes Alderman Austin. And you're absolutely right. It is non-debatable, but I think this sets a precedent that shouldn't be. We should allow this individual to be seated. The chair recognizes Alderman Taylor. When do we stop playing the game of mistreating people in our community? So this ain't about that. And so I second Alderman Lopez. I'm not changing it. The chair recognizes Alderman Dow. I know that Alderman Taylor did not attend the meeting. Alderman Lopez, I believe you were there. This issue never came up. This was not a, a topic of discussion. The chair recognizes Alderman Reboyos. We need to do some work in the city of Chicago, and we can't do it if we don't have the head of the corporation council with us. Alderman Spazato. I motion to adjourn this meeting and reconvene on Friday at 11 o'clock. Is there a second? Second. Your motion is to recess? To recess, I'm sorry. Madam Clerk, please call the roll. Alderman Laspada. No. No, no, sir. The roll call is starting. 
We will have the right. No, sir. No, sir. I, I, I do not believe that that is correct. I do not believe that that's correct, sir. No. I'm ruling, I'm ruling you out of order. A roll call vote is started. I would like to correct you, sir. Rule 21 says that we can adjourn to a date certain, take a recess, or so forth. So Rule 21 allows for the motion that Alderman Spazzato has put forward. Council will stand at ease for five minutes. So let me decode a couple of things here. Alderman Dowell said that Alderman Jeanette Taylor of the 20th Ward didn't attend the meeting, and she was referring to a June 16 meeting of the Budget Committee, which had had a confirmation hearing for Celia Meza as Mayor Lori Lightfoot's proposed Corporation Council, which at this meeting, the full City Council meeting, was the item that Alderman Lopez called to defer and publish or defer to the next scheduled meeting. That's what was Alderman Dowell's way of saying, well, this should have come up at the Budget Committee meeting if you were going to spring this. And just for listeners' benefit, has been reported widely, Taylor and Lopez were using this maneuver to pressure the mayor's administration to move on a negotiation with Ms. Anjanette Young, the woman who was found to have wrongfully been raided by the Chicago Police Department, is in the midst of a lawsuit settlement. Later on in that piece, we heard 38th Ward Alderman Nick Spazzato move to adjourn, which made sense from the mayor's standpoint. And shall I explain why? Go ahead. If the mayor wants to get the council to vote on her appointment of Ms. Meza as the corporation council, the chief lawyer, the next possible time she could do it is at the next city council meeting. That's what the defer and publish motion means. The earliest, because of the State Open Meetings Act, that the city council could have another meeting is 48 hours because state law requires 48 hours public notice for a public meeting. So Spazzato moving to adjourn made sense until she asked him if he meant recess instead of adjourn, and he said yes. <laughs> and then the mayor called for a vote on the motion. Then we heard Ninth Ward Alderman Anthony Beal in the background saying that the council recesses, it's the same meeting. It's not a new meeting. <laughs> and it can't be a vote. <laughs> so finally, the mayor, I guess, got it, and she hit pause. That's what we heard at the end, that the council will stand at recess for a moment. And one thing strikes me right away is that there are rules that govern the Chicago City Council meeting, parliamentary rules that they're supposed to follow. The mayor is very precise when it comes to uh, the rules when she believes other people have broken them. And so when she believes other people have broken the rules, she says, you're out of order. You can't talk. The rules say specifically X, Y, Z. Rules are written in stone. When it comes to aldermen who make mistakes, but when the mayor makes a mistake, rules are written in sand. This is an artifact of having the presiding officer of the city council meeting happening to be the chief executive of the executive branch as opposed to one of the council's own people. Can you imagine how this whole thing would be different if it was one of the council members who was presiding over the meeting? Absolutely. It starts with committee chairs. The bizarre way we run the city council, the mayor effectively selects the committee chairs. So the committee chairs are all loyal to the mayor and they feel tremendous conflict. 
many times between the pressure that the mayor applies to them and what they want to do. That's all we've got for the standard episode. If you'd like to hear the full-length premium version of the episode, including material not heard on any other podcast, please subscribe at shygov.com. Or if you're already a subscriber, log in at shygov.com, go to the Chicago menu, and choose a city council. As always, listeners, we welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions for future interviews. Using email, you can get those to us via comment at shygov.com. Using Facebook, go to facebook.com slash insidegov, that's G-O-V. And on Twitter, find us at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Gloetz. Thanks for listening.